Hey, 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 y'all. What's up? It's your girl, Vivica A. Fox. Welcome to my podcast, Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. And y'all, I got another good one for y'all today. Okay? I got some, just some, 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 some butterscotch up in here today. Okay? He's an Emmy-nominated actor, motivational speaker. He's an author. He's an author of a new book called Male versus man how to honor women teach children and elevate men to change the world please welcome to my show he's a father of two children married to beautiful actress and director sally richardson for 18 years by the way y'all but partners for 23 they've been together a long time please welcome to hustle with vivica a fox my man dondre whitfield thank you you know i had to be here (laughs) I had to be here. Because we go back like what? Kool-Aid. Come on. Okay. Come on. We go all the Come way on. back. Come we on. go all the way back. So wait a minute. First thing I got to make sure, because somebody said, I, I said your name. I said, because everybody, my girlfriends are like, what are you doing today? And I'm like, I'm doing my podcast. I got Tommy yeah. Davidson on. And I got Dondre. And they was like, you better make sure you say Dondre's name right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? It's so crazy how people will know me for years and still get, and I don't even know. There's no apostrophe in there? Nothing. No, is there, a, everybody is wants a, to say DeAndre. De- you're like, like, no, no DeAndre. Two syllables. I appreciate the extra one, <laughs> but you can keep that for yourself. I love you. <laughs> so let's tell everybody how we know each other, how we Boy. go back like Kool-Aid. Uh, Hollywood. I mean, Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, and you know, and like so we hugged today. You're like, I'm a man. They not. <laughs> I can't tell you how people still from that movie. Two can play that game, which is a movie that will we will come up and, and literally, whether it's a, a man or a woman, right. they both are laughing hysterically because it was it was one of those seminal moments. Cult classic. You know, in the you know, in the film where you, you know, the guy who's the dog who will literally say that to give himself license to, be, you know, to, to be do, the dog. To be the dog. To be the dog. Hoof. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, from Two Can Play That Game, which is a film that we starred in, which was a dating film and this, that, and the third. What was your character's yeah. name? Uh, oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my um, gosh. So what she said, you better quit. Because I, I was thinking yes, about it driving and, and Tamalo, Tamalo this, is how, this is when you know you've been you've been blessed. When you when you've done so many enough films. that you can that you can actually forget. Yeah. Because this is 35 years worth of work. It, it was one of those names of like a guy that you know yes. was a dog and a player. And try to and get I can hear Chandler Jones right now. now yes, yeah. I can hear her voice. We're gonna we're gonna find out what what the oh name of gosh. your character was though. Dwayne. Okay, Dwayne. 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 Why you laughing so much, Dwayne? Stop laughing. I can hear her voice. Right saying, now. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh hilarious. my gosh. And yes. you know, I love you that you sacrificed because Tamala was like whooping your ass. When I say like for real, like we were like cut. I'd be like, yeah, cut. Uh, Tam, what? What are we? What's going on here? I'm Cause, like, because he got busted cheating all the boy. time, right? So and we wanted to make it authentic, so you know. And I said, yeah, go ahead and do your thing. But I forgot. I was like, this. She was literally. This was for all the black women who've ever been cheated on. I was like, I, I, I think I got one more take in me, and I think we're done. And you were <laughs> suffering for the craft as an actor, yes, as yes. an actor. And then later we did the salon. The salon. 
Yeah, we filmed wow. that in Baltimore. 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 You yes, remember that? Yes, of course. And and then we went we went out to dinner a lot, I mean, ate crab. I wouldn't eat I wasn't eating a lot, but you Boy, know, it was just I, it was that time. like we were really like we were we, we were, were doing family. It. We yeah. was family. Yes, indeed. And and in the salon it was like uh I had a great cast, you, uh Kim Whitley, uh what was the singer? I, I name? remember going uh, um I remember going outside during takes. And just speaking to people, because people were really, we, we were engaged with the, we were in the, in hood, the hood, hood, the hood. Right. Like, we loved, needed to be out by like, by the time the sun went down or yeah, somebody might get Because it was going to go down. Right. They like, had for respect real. that Vivica was yes. in, the, in there and it yes. was like, yeah, but when the sun go down. Yeah. Yo. Y'all might want to bounce. Well, y'all might want to bounce. It, I, what, I, what I really appreciated was the fact that we had a cast that, you know, our cast was from the hood. Yes. And so we, we didn't. We we had respect for the hood, yeah. and when you're in the hood, the hood will immediately know whether you know the hood rules or not. Right. So we literally we did our thing. We engaged with them. Yep. But this is what I tell folks all the time, and I've been to hoods all across this country. I've never had a problem my entire life, and here's why. I don't walk into any hood like I'm a celebrity because right. when you go to the hood, you are not a celebrity. Mm -hmm. You are a visitor. Right. They are the celebrities. Right. So if you forget that, they going to get you. They going to get you good. Yes. They going to get you good. <laughs> You've always, you know, as far as I'm concerned, been like a little baby brother to me. For sure. I mean, to be very honest with For you, sure. you know, you married one of my very good friends, you know what I mean? Yes, and, and, I remember that I saw how much you loved her yes. when we did uh, the salon. Yes. That Sally would show up. She surprised him one time, and it was just like his whole heart just it's like. My girl, man. Yeah. That's still and, my and, girlfriend. And We've been I, together for 23 years. I still amazing. call her my girlfriend. You still call her your girlfriend? That's my girlfriend. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I want to let you know as, as a as a somebody who hasn't had great relationships. I was going through one of the worst breakups, public breakups. And I'm going to tell you, the cast, you, Kim, Darren, like y'all literally put me on y'all back. Because if you guys ever go look at the movie The Salon, I probably weighed about a buck or two. If you ever look at me in that film, I am so skinny because I was going through a very ugly Scoring public breakup break. with 50 Cent at the time. But my cast... I mean, they would see me some days that I would just go get in the corner and just kind of stare off in the corner and they'd come snatch me back from the from the edge of the edge of the cliff and be like, we got you. What you need? Let's run lines. Come on, somebody come in here. And you guys were just there for me. So I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you, my brother. Of course. For helping me get through that really, really tough time. And the movie was still good because we still the, did our the thing. The movie was phenomenal. Well, Boom. you, listen, you had to carry, <laughs> you carried all of the weight. And my job as a, as a brother was particularly, and I think that's one of the reasons why I even wrote this book. Mm. Ooh. In seeing how, you know, my brother was acting toward you, it's such a weighty thing when your sister is going through something and you want to make sure that they, be, you you become the bodyguard. Right. So in a, in a bunch of ways, you know, I was given... I was giving counsel going, okay, hey, 
here's how you should play this or here's how or 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 debriefing like that's this that's what this means when he says yes. this or he, he does did. that that's what this means because it was like every day he was doing it was something like an different. interview it was something it was new something and it was like I would come to work think I'm good yep. and then somebody would be like and then that would open up the scab again that's what he said again today and yep. I'd be like yo why are you doing me like this oh my god and then between him and Darren they'd be like let me tell you what that really here's means here's what this means yeah. without a doubt and you know I it broke my heart because I didn't have a relationship with him to be able to sit down and have a conversation with him about the chaos that he was creating. And so in this, in this book, because my father was in and out of jail my entire life, nobody ever taught me people. Society thinks that manhood is something that you come into during a magical age. Mm -hmm. Like you just majest, you know, you, at 18 years old, you become a man. At eight, at 21, you become a man. Right. Car companies think the magic age is 25. Like, oh, okay, we're not going, we're not going to rent you a car till you're 25. That's when you're. <laughs> that's, okay. that's really your, when you're a man. It's like, it's like, I can introduce you males. My book is called Male versus Man because there's a huge difference. Every man that you meet is a male, but not every male that you meet is a man. Hey, say that. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into you know, that. So, we gonna, cause I, cause I want to find out yeah. your motivation and all yeah. that. But now, somebody told me that you have called me a diva. You, are you, first of all, okay, look. So just so you, okay, so just so you know, right? Uh-oh, so uh-oh. so he had to reposition his chair, black, right? But in honor of being in the company of a diva, I had to wear something that would be diva-like. It really is. Not, I'm like, so the Louboutin, come on, the shoe game. Deck. The shoe game because is I a knew, point, y'all. Are them, them, them brand I could new just too. Them brand new was too. I couldn't anything. just come in here y'all, regular. I'm telling y'all, y'all, he got on some fly boogie Louboutin uh, sneakers right now that I'm sure cost a pretty penny. Sitting with the diva. Sitting you understand with the what diva, I'm saying? Right. So, so that's what the show should be called. Says sitting with the diva. <laughs> <laughs> but you this just, my girl. But in a like diva, particularly back in in our day, and wow, that's so painful to say. Anyway. Back in oh, our really? day, we've D- diva, we've lived. Yes, diva was the the combination of so many different things. It was like you needed to come to that in a certain way. You need to approach that person in a certain way. They weren't going. It meant they they're not just going for any old thing. Word, right? And mm-hmm. when they come in, they come in a certain way. It's going to be lights, camera, action. That's what Diva meant. Diva that, was a great thing. That A game is showing up. A game was on point, point. on deck, point. without a doubt. So now let's go back. Let's talk, let's talk about the start of you as an actor. Man. Okay. You got your start acting on The Cosby, the Cosby show. show, man. What was that like? Surreal. Mm, tell me when why. You, growing up in the hood, you know, and and people think, you know, because of the you made the, the joke about the butterscotch, they think <laughs> that brothers like me are because they see this the polished version of myself now. Right. Yo, I had to shoot what we could back in the shoe joints. I had mm. to uh, look, light skin, curly hair back in the day. Curly hair, that's an invitation to a fight every day. Because she was pretty. Cause you, pretty oh, you Ricky. Think, and pretty Ricky. Can I tell you how many times I heard, oh, you think you pretty? No, I don't. 
I'm like, just, you, you, you think, think, I'm, you think I'm pretty. Right. right. So I'm like, if you got a problem with somebody, you got a problem with my mother and my father. I had nothing to do with this. Right. So you saying that when you did do the Cosby show, you had your street cred. Though. I, street, listen, I was still living in the hood when I was doing that. Do you know what a dichotomy it is to be on the most watched show in television history yes. and then still be living in the hood at the same time? Mm. Like that was... Crazy. crazy. It was crazy where I would be on the train and, and people would say, aren't you Robert from the Cosby show? And I'm like, yeah, like what you doing on the train? I'm like, oh, oh yeah. I know. Like, yeah. Because oh, they think me. instantly you're a millionaire. You do one job and they think, you right. know, now yeah, all of a sudden you can buy helicopters. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. So can I tell you? As an actor now, even now when I even, go when I go do when I'm like at Whole Foods yes. picking up my orange juice and my you're shopping, oh my shopping? God, what are you doing here? What are you doing? Right, I, I eat, I like, eat like, like, you. like you do. Yeah. You eat food. That's yeah. funny because I I do too. Yeah, so you know, people, y'all have to know we people too. We yes. shop, we eat, yes. and then and then quiet as a cap. You might not have been getting the big old checks that you got later, so you still had to go home until you got listen, the checks to move out the hood. Listen, correct. Still living in the hood yes. on the most watched show in television history. Right. That it was crazy. It doesn't make you an instant millionaire. Not at all. But did that prepare you that for future roles that it, you did? It prepared me for everything in life. In what because, way? Because, you know, first of all, when I did that show, arguably, uh, you know, a uh, uh, across from one of the, the greatest comedic minds ever. And, and again, you know, we're, we're separating the conversation from what we know has, has come out later, later as opposed to who he was as a performer. Yes. As a performer, was a genius. He's mm. a, a brilliant. And so going toe-to-toe, opposite that, every day at work, was like I was prepared for anything. You couldn't put me in any environment where I felt like I, I was unprepared. You had to put on your big boy boots. I had to, I, and I had to learn on the job. That was my first job. I didn't do a commercial. I didn't do a background, <laughs> no extra, no nothing. They're like, oh no. First, can you imagine, look, imagine you get a driver's license and the first car they put you behind is uh, a NASCAR. Right. Okay. What? You went wait, from zero wait, to hundred real what? quick. What? So real quick. Not just driving to the store. Like I'm. We're we're racing. We're racing the fastest car. Like Formula One. Like yeah. what? So it really made me feel like I was prepared for anything. And then, still being in the hood while all that was going on gave me the additional grit. The additional like no matter what happens, I'm gonna be okay. Mm. We gonna we gonna make this work. So no matter what happened in life. Whenever I got lemons, I knew how to make lemonade. That's right. That's what we do. Yeah. So then you went from Cosby Show to then All My Children? Yeah. Wow. Like, literally, it was, you know, like, I did a couple of jobs in between there. Um, but, like, you know, all, an, an, Another World, a couple of uh, 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 after-school specials and, you know, a, a Tide commercial. probably my one my one commercial, <laughs> Tide commercial. But you like the residual yeah, check, so. Can you Ooh, feel me? Okay. okay. And that was with Sam Jackson's wife. Okay, Latanya. Latanya played my mom in that commercial. It was crazy, right? And literally, I'm sitting there, and one of those, you know, as an actor, sometimes it's feast or famine. Mm. And I was going through this famine stage, and I literally had me my one job in life, real job, where I was packing 
uh, boxes for, uh, you know, for one of these shipping companies. I'm not going to give them no money on this. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm literally, the job comes part time, four hours, right? At night, right? And I, I remember coming home at night. It was, it was cold. It was dark. And I remember being so beat down by all of it that I would sit on my mattress, no box spring, mattress on the floor. Mm. And sitting, starving actor, starving actor. This is why I tell people. I said, "Listen to me," because people think that what we do is like it's easy because they, they see this oh, part, of right? They see this part, no problem. What they don't see is that part, the mattress on the floor. They don't see that part. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Listen to me. Are you willing to starve to do what you say?" You want to do. I said, because that's who you're competing against. Mm -hmm. You're not going to make it against that one who's willing to die to do what they say they love to do. You're not going to make it. You're not going to beat them. I literally would sit on that mattress on the ground and wouldn't even have enough energy to cry. Mm. Tears would just fall down my face. But I was so numb from being exhausted that I couldn't even cry a cry. Tears were just flowing down my face. And I remember getting an audition for all my children. And you know, for an actor, that's like the closest thing to a nine to five as you ever gonna yes, get. Yes, right? yes, that's a, that's a good training. I went in there and it was across from Kelly Ripper, my girl, right? Yeah. And and I remember saying, and it was my boy, uh, 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 Terrence Howard and, yeah. and all these other folks were in there. I was like, I came on the wrong day, bro. <laughs> Kill the room. Yeah, I came on the wrong day, bro. I'm not packing no more boxes. You feel me? I'm not loading no it. more boxes. You wanted I came it. on the wrong day. And when I tell you, like, smash that room, and that's how I came to the, the, the All My Children job. Okay. And you also got Emmy nominations from that. Yes. yes. Three years. Three, like, three Emmy nominations? It was, it was crazy. What kind of character was it? It it was uh, so uh, Terrence Fry, who was the uh, son of uh, you remember Livia that Fry. name? Oh, yeah, man, that was Jack. That bought me a house. You understand what I'm saying? That bought me a house and a Lexus. So I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. No more trains. No more. No more public transportation. Life is good. Life is good. You know, yeah. Pool, garage. Yeah, let's do this. Mm. So literally. This was like the the job where, you know, he was the the son of uh, Livia Fry, played by Tanya Pinkins, who was a, you know, attorney on the show. And and uh, Kelly Ripa's uh, character, we were like, you know, uh, really good friends. And, you know, so for three seasons, like, and they dealt with a Ooh, bunch of different things. Seasons. They did uh, three were seasons. Were you on Monday through Friday a lot? Y yes, indeed. Oh, so that was five checks. Five, listen, checks. Trust and believe. Checks. Can you believe soap operas are no longer on, it's, really? It's I mean, there's how many? There's maybe three? Because back in the day, it used to be all my Everything. children. Edge one night. To it's leave. a guy night. Night. It's a uh, uh, one night. It's ridiculous. And now ridiculous. there's now? literally like maybe two or three. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. I, you, did you ever think that that day would happen? No. Soap operas. Well, because I, all my children was one of those shows where my my, my mother and my grandmother loved watching. Mm. So I remember them, you know, being on everyone's television. So to see them like be like a relic, like a virtual dinosaur. Yes, in our dinosaur. Is like who would have ever crazy. thought that? Uh, what's my name, girl from All My Children, Erica Kane, would, I would not be on daytime television. Susan I Lucci? thought, yeah, Susan Lucci. Crazy. Who would ever thought crazy. that? Yeah. So anyway, what is, tell me, uh, what's this, what do you, what do you, what would you describe being a black working actor in Hollywood? Well, first of all, all the, like, y y there's always a running joke that all black people know each other, <laughs> right? 
But in Hollywood, we do. We do. Yeah. And here's why. We do. All the black people who work in Hollywood, who are working people, right? Now, here's what's so funny. So just to sort of tee it up, my wife and I sometimes, we'll be watching television at home together and we'll see a black person that we don't know and we look at each other like indignant, like, who's that? Who is that? Yeah. Who is who is that? <laughs> and then, then before we even f f further discuss it, we now we're trying to figure out whether they're good. Yeah, uh, right. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Oh. Okay. 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 All right. Who, who is that? Away. Who is that? Yeah. Because you know all the working black people. Yes. In Hollywood, so we do all know each other. A, you know, the other day they had uh, ABFF honors, which has quickly become you know our like People's Choice Awards. Yes. Go up and down that that like uh, that red carpet. You can't finish an interview because high school reunion. You're high school. Hey, hold on one second. Hey, what's going on with that? And the person interviewing is like, can we can we finish this interview? Can, yeah. finish can this I interview? get a question? Can I just want to get a question because you don't know what it is to be. First of all, to be a working actor in Hollywood is already small. Yes. But to be a working black actor in Hollywood. Smallest. So that's something that I want to like let you guys know out there because I always get that, you know, with people, oh, you know, do, do, Black Hollywood, do y'all support each other? Jesse, you understand. We all yeah, hire each man, other. Stop it. We have been each other's counselors. We've stop been it. through marriage, divorces. Stop it. All kind of things Stop together. It. Kids. Uh, baby showers. Or, yes. Everything. We, do, we do everything together. Everything. And speaking of, you have been married to the beautiful Sally Richardson. Y'all been together for 23 years. We, married 23. For, married for 18. All right. Yes, how, indeed. What, what makes, how did you guys make it that long? Because you know, y'all like dinosaurs. Let's keep it real. Are you kidding? Okay. Because most First people in Hollywood, it's like in and out five years. Tw right. tw 23 years is like. 80? Yeah. <laughs> like in this industry, it's, it's ridiculous. And this is another thing about prompting like the work of, of, of my book. I, if no one ever gives you, here's, here's the big thing. Nobody ever taught me how to be a husband. Mm. You didn't have a good father figure? My father was in and out of jail. Oh, in and out of jail, you did say that, right? right. Nobody ever taught my wife how to be a wife. True that. You understand what I'm saying? If nobody ever gives you skill sets. Or the tools, yeah, yeah, skill sets. Like, watch this. Let's say, going back to the, the, the driving analogy, let's say I don't teach you how to drive. Mm. And I buy you, and I say, Viv, what, what's, what's your favorite car? What do what, what, what you want? And you say... Um, Range Rover. Range Rover. Boom. I give you this Range Rover. It's beautiful. Inside and out. All the bells and whistles. Mm. Everything that you can get on this Range Rover, you got. And I say... Meet me 20 miles from here if you make it, meaning if you don't kill yourself. Right. <laughs> if you make it to that because destination, you earn it. do you know what the Range Rover, what condition the Range Rover will be in? Mm -hmm. It'll be smashed. Why? Because I gave you this beautiful Range Rover, but I never taught you how to drive it. Oh, okay. Say it, brother. I never gave hey, you the skill sets to be able to use it, right? So you can have the greatest partner. You can come into the greatest thing, which is marriage, which is awesome. But if I never give you the skill sets in order to be able to use that, you're going to tear it's it It's going up. to fail. Period. Describe Sally. Dynamic. Sally Richardson Whitfield. Can you feel me? His wife. Excuse can you me. feel me? Let me give him all that title. Dynamic. Right. Intelligent. Mm -hmm. 
beautiful. Delicate. Um, forceful. Yes. Um, insightful. All of those things. My it. wife is all 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 of those things, but delicate. Like I had to encourage my wife how to be delicate with me. Hmm. And I understood finally why she couldn't be. The world beats you down so much and it makes you feel so unsafe. This is one of the things why this in, 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 in the book, the subtitle is how to honor women because it's teaching our women the difference between a male and a man, mm -hmm. right? If you never felt the covering of a man, it's very difficult for you to, to allow yourself to be feminine True. in his presence, yes. right? So I always say, whenever you experience a woman who is leading with her masculinity, mm. come on, whenever you experience a woman who's leading with her masculinity, she's doing so because she's been uncovered and what she's trying to do is protect her femininity. Mm. And my job as my wife's husband is to cover her so she feels safe to live in her femininity. I got the masculine part. I, I, I got you. We're good. Is that what makes you a good husband? Without a doubt. It's one of the things. Mm. So I'll give you another example. My wife has been gone. She's been in Prague for, she's she left in November. Mm. Hello, what's this month? This woman is about to miss an entire school year. Wow. Right? Uh-huh. My wife came to me, she said, babe, got an incredible offer for this job. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be in Prague. I'm gonna be gone for five months. If I was just acting as her husband, I would have said no. Mm -hmm. Cause I need my wife and my kids need their mother. Yes. But I'm also my wife's brother. Okay. That's my sister first. Okay. As a godly man, that's my sister first. So if my sister, if she weren't my wife and my sister came to me and said, I need your support because this has been a dream of mine and I want to accomplish this. As her brother, I would say, what you need me to do? That's right. How you need me to cover you? Mm -hmm. No sweat. Easy. Done deal. Mm. Right? So my job is to cover my wife as my sister first. Right? Mm -hmm. That's why in March, she look, she's been gone since November. <laughs> Do you yeah, know, remember that? Remember man, that, okay? Do you understand how difficult it is to navigate? I tell people all the time, I got two dogs. I got two kids, two dogs, three careers, and no wife. Aww. Do you know how difficult that is? Like every single day, I thought the other day I was like, oh man, I think I'm getting old because around 11, 11.30 at night, I'm starting to slow down. And you know, I've been an energy, per I'm a, I'm a, I'm dynamite. Yes. Say that. At around 11.30, I'm starting to, so I'm like, wow, I'm getting old. And then I finally started having a, a, a more of the conversation with myself and I said, no, you're not getting old. You just start every day at 5 a.m. You have a schedule. You got a schedule, schedule. bro. Hello. You got two kids, two dogs, yes. three careers. Look, yes. you're an author. You're an actor. You're creating a, your, your own show. You're a counselor. Because I have I just marriages that I counsel Tell you something I, I observed. Did that, this, this experience you're going through now help you to get in touch with your femininity? Of course. Listen, 
With, this and is, when I say that, your feminine well, side of every man does. Every okay. man, every man has one. But in order for you to truly be the man that you're supposed to be, you have to be comfortable about being able to live in your own femininity. I love it. So we are all balanced creatures. Notice that I said that when a woman leads with her masculinity, masculinity. right? Yes. Leads meaning as a feminine being, you still have masculinity in you also. But your true power is in your femininity exactly. because that's who you are. Right. But you still have masculine traits. Right. I'm a masculine being, but I have feminine traits. I got a 15-year-old daughter. Ooh. I can't be sitting here trying to uh, increase my, my daughter leading in my masculinity. I got to tap, in, tap into my femininity to be able to sit down. Look. I coach both of my kids' teams. Mm -hmm. My son is 11. My daughter is 15. Boys do well at sports so that they can feel good. Okay. Girls do well at sports when they feel good. Okay. That's interesting. So I can't coach my son the way I coach my daughter. Absolutely. If I sit here and I tell my son, hey, you know what? Man, I don't think you're doing it. I, I you, right now, I man, I don't know, man. This, I, I, I think you may be the third best player on this team. To be honest with you, my son will go into warrior mode to show me that he's the best player on the team. Mm -hmm. If I said that to my daughter, it would devastate her. She'd be in a corner, balled up. So I gotta say to my daughter, I'm like, babe, I don't, I'm not sure. That you're giving your best. I think you're, I, I know you're more than that. So let's talk about your kids. Your 15-year-old daughter is Parker, Parker. And your 11-year-old son is Dre. Dre. Is he Dre Jr.? He is not Dre Jr. He's just Dre. And the reason why he's not <laughs> What I tell you about them, about them names? Y'all better listen, get them names right. Listen. Okay, don't you walk over to him and call him something. Don Dre Jr. I he did Dre. not want him to be a junior because I wanted him to have his own identity. Right? Yeah. So I didn't want him to be Dondre Jr. He's right? Dre. He's just Dre. And right. the reason why he's Dre is because I was going to give him my initials, right? As a way of being, you know, a side of me. Right. Instead of making him a junior. Instead of making him a junior. Right. So, okay. So I gave him my middle name, which is Terrell. And then we were trying to find a, a strong name starting with D and we went through all these baby name books Donovan and Darius and all of these we went through five baby name books right my wife finally says why don't we just name him Dre she goes everybody calls you Dre yes it'll be like him being junior without really being junior I was like Eureka. you're a genius you're a genius. That's why you're my wife. That's why you're my wife. Okay. And that's how he got to be Dre. All right. So now let's talk about Parker. Oh, my God. Parker 15, hormones is coming. I'm, I know she's fine because I remember, can I tell you, Sally did an episode of Missing mm. and- mm. And she came with Parker, mm. and her and I went to okay. one of my favorite restaurants um, in in Toronto. Uh -huh. And Parker just loved me, uh -huh. and we played, and we had the I best. I have picture, by the way. You do, yeah. 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 She just she's just a beautiful baby. I said, oh "My God, she's gonna be a heartbreaker." Yeah. yeah. So she dated, and she is now. She so, dated. <laughs> she yeah, comes he had to me. Sips water. This okay. was like, yeah. Let me get one more. Get one more sip. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. Mm. Jesus, come on. All right. So. Last year, my daughter comes to me. This is this is so good. 
for all of our brothers, I want you to hear this. If you got, you got a daughter that you're raising. My daughter comes to me. She says, Dad, a lot of my friends have boyfriends. And I was like, pause, pause. <laughs> Is there a question in our future? Is that what's... I'm not saying that I want a boyfriend. I'm just saying, what is an appropriate age for me to date? Now, in my head, I was going, when you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) But I knew I had to give her something substantive that she could, like, go with, right? So I said, okay, let me ask you a question. What is dating? And she responded. She said, that's when, she goes, "I, I think that's when... Some like two people who like each other hang out with each other all the time. I said, well, friends do that. What is dating? She said, I don't know. I said, awesome. Come back to me when you do. <laughs> See, y'all. And we'll have did, part two of this conversation. Did, listen, hold on. You just did the Jedi mind the trick Montreal, totally. on, on the baby. But you know what I mean? Now wait. Because you did. I didn't leave it there. So she said, dad. I said, Par- I said, Parker, you're not ready to date yet. She said, why not? I said, because... I said, dating is a relationship. A relationship is responsibility. I said, have you seen your mom and I relating? We don't always agree on everything. It's our responsibility to get on page with each other, right? I said, that's a great responsibility. I said, no fun. I said, right now, yeah, no, no, no. no, And and neither is teen pregnancy. I get it, but however, no, now, now okay, no, okay, no. okay, sidebar. This is sidebar. Teaching. Wait, sidebar. Watch, no. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. So literally, I said, look, the two responsibilities you have right now is school and sports, in that order, and you're telling me that every single day how you don't have time and energy enough to take care of both of those responsibilities. So which one are you going to substitute in order to have this responsibility that you're asking for? All right. Now, okay. Good point, dad. Now wait. However, no. We're still going somewhere. So I said, do you have somebody in mind and do they have you in mind? She said, yes. I said, okay, awesome. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to invite him and his father. Oh, wow. Over here tomorrow. They come over. I said, Vance, you sit there. Dad, you sit there. Parker sat here. First thing I asked him was, what are your intentions with my daughter? And he said, well, we're great friends and, and, you know, we got close because, you know, I was having trouble with some of my friends. She was having trouble with some of her friends and we were talking and we just got really close. And I said, okay. I said, I can get down with that. I said, all right, look, I want you to understand what you're asking me to do. But first of all, my daughter's not allowed to date until she's 16, at least. So I Did want you to know that. Yep. Okay. She knew that. All right. So I said, here's what you're asking me to do by asking my permission for you to date her. You are asking permission for you to cover my daughter in my absence. Okay. You went deep with that. I said, that's a great assignment. I said, are you willing to live up to that responsibility? Poor Parker gonna have it tough, y'all. That's all I got to say. Parker, let me tell you something with your little pretty self. I know that, but I, I'm, 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 I, it look like daddy ain't gonna allow nobody to now, date you till you now, 16. No, we haven't, because we I haven't finished. No, I gotta move on because I wanna know how long, when you're gonna allow your son to start dating. Same age. Okay. I'm the best at this, man. All right. I, I just there's no make double sure. standards. Okay. I just the same sure. standard I have for I my daughter sure. is the same standard I have for my son. Okay. Why? 
Because we ain't doing teen pregnancy in here. I know that's right. I got to teach you how to walk this out. And by the way, mm-hmm. that boy who is a, he's a great kid, comes over to the house. They hang out. I We invite him uh, to places. He comes with me. We have our own, he and I, we have our own relationship. Where I text, text him about certain things. He's a He, he plays football. He's a quarterback. You're grooming so, him? I'm grooming him. Okay. I'm grooming him. No, no, no. Him. He's grooming him and I, to and be I, and I, a good partner. And listen, let me tell you something. And I, told I like him, this new way of listen, a, 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 this a, 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 a man. Got to teach him. A man better teach that young man how to be a man with his daughter. All right. And I told him. I said, look. You don't get this brother a round of applause. I told him. I said, Vance. What the hell I got to say? I said, look. That wasn't going around when I was doing that. See? See? Nobody ever taught us that. It's Nobody ever that do, did that. They never. They didn't groom us. And I told him, I said, look, I don't know if, if you and, and Parker are going to make it together. I said, but my job as a man is to get you ready for somebody's daughter. I know if it's right. not mine. Amen. Understand? That right there is what it is. I even told him, I said, look, have you ever seen The Godfather? He said, no. I said, there's a scene where two central characters are walking with each other. They're on a date. Camera pans back behind them. And there's a whole group of people behind them. I said, you know who that is? He said, I said, that is the woman's family. Wow. I said, so what I want you to know is when y'all go to the movies, we going to the movies. When y'all go to go eat, we going to go eat. When y'all go bowling, we going bowling. We doing this as a family, bro. I know, that's right. Because I got to teach you how to do this. Family. Well, let, you, let me tell you something. And by the way, his own father uh-huh. loved loves it. Me. Yeah, appreciate that. And because he actually was a product of teen pregnancy. Oh, yeah. That's what was deep. I got it. So we're gonna change, we're gonna change it. So like we're so gonna change I, it. I like this education you're giving everybody today, okay? Let's go. Okay, because you you laying it on thick. Let's go. And I love it. So let's, let's talk about was this your motivation for your new book? This it's a it's a, a was a a great part of it. Mm-hmm. Tell everybody the name of your book. So Male versus Man mm-hmm. um hits a, a shelves April 7th. You can pre-order now on Amazon and and, and everything else. But this book is really designed to get males to matriculate into their manhood, mm-hmm. right? Elevate men who are already walking in manhood, but just as importantly as those two is it educates women how to differentiate the difference between a male and a man. Okay. Gigantic difference. And what are those two differences? In a nutshell. There is a, so a male mm-hmm. seeks to be served. Mm. A man seeks to be of service. Amen. Let let the Congress say, let the whole congregation say amen. 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 Okay, huge difference between a gender and a job. Me being a male is my gender, but me being a man is my job. My job is to serve the women and children in my life, not just my wife and my kids, But all the women and all the children in my life, as a man, that's my job. All right. So in your book, you call uh, a man is like a firefighter. Yes. Explain that. Your job as a firefighter is to put out fires, not start them. Let the congregation say amen again. Amen. (laughs) So no man, only males 
are arsonists. And that's why we have a Me Too and Time's Up era right now. Mm -hmm. Because males have been starting fires for so long that we needed a Me Too and Time's Up era to sort of tip the scales, right? To put out them fires. Yes. Unfortunately, because most of us don't know how to distinguish between the difference between those males and our men that we're misidentifying some of the men for those males because we don't know the difference. So do, would you say that that's the number one mistake that women are making in relationships? Absolutely. I, I agree with you on we're, that one. We're, most of, uh, many of our women that are struggling in relationships mm-hmm. are inappropriately partnered because they don't know how to distinguish between a male and a man. So all of a sudden, this dude can be wearing the accoutrements of accomplishment, right? right. Nice jewelry. He might the have ring. a nice car. Yes. He's got the nice pegs, right? He's like, oh, that's that's a man. He's got a nice job. Oh, he makes three hundred thousand a year. That's a gr- that's a man right there. No, 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 no. He can just be a grown male who's stuck in the mental capacity of a boy. Yes, agreed. Huge difference, and that's why many of our sisters are being inappropriately partnered because they don't know how to distinguish between the male and the man. What advice would you give a woman that's trying to find? A real man. So, and I say this all the time. There isn't even, there's no such thing as a real man. You either are a man or you're just a male. Mm. So when I, when I'm, I'm counseling my sisters in how to identify, I'm like, look, let's say you go on a date with a guy and you're trying to figure out whether he's a male or a man. Mm. Ask yourself this. How often did he go out of his way to serve himself? In what ways? Order first. Closes, uh, open and close his own door. Mm. Um, uh, think about everything that that really was just about, you know, serving him. Mm-hmm. Th- you were an Walking in the door first. Walking in the door, door first. first. Not yes. th- his job is to be your physical, spiritual, emotional, mental bodyguard. Mm. If you don't feel that, you are probably on a date with a male. Agreed. Now, first date, he might slide a couple things by because mm-hmm. initially... They send the representative. That's what I say. They send their agent first. Agreed. Right? So they send the representative, the one that you know you're going to be in love with, right? By around date two, mm-hmm. three, especially mm-hmm. four, mm-hmm. he's getting tired. That requires a lot of thought. Right. The real him. It requires to show a lot up. of thought. The real him. You either are or you aren't. Okay. See, if you are, you don't have to think. You just do. Mm. You feel me? If you aren't, you got to think all day. You'd be like, oh, wait. What's my next move? What's my next move? Because that's not who you really are. Right. That's not really what you're about. That's not really your heart. So you got to be thinking, man, that will wear you out. Don't nobody have no time to be doing that. Date three, date four, date five, date six. What's the main message of male versus man in your opinion? No, author. The main message really is uh, just, you know, what, what I've been talking about, which is there's a huge difference between a gender and a job. And that males will seek to serve themselves constantly while men are looking to be of service. And that our women have to understand that there is a huge difference between those two and that you can trust the, the, the man in your life to not only help you raise your son, mm-hmm. but appropriately be partnered with them. And that you don't have to feel like um, you've got this. Many of our sisters have had broken spaces with their fathers, yes, right? So, yes. so I always say this, your father is the first love of, of your, your life. life. Absolutely. The question is, what did the first love of your life do to your heart? Hmm. 
because that will determine how you begin to walk out your relationships with somebody who looks like him, mm. right? Well, what advice would you give a woman that, say, was raised in a broken home without yes. a positive male figure there? Awesome. So what we want to do is, first, we want to be able to, to, to distinguish the difference between those two. And then what we also want to do is we want to get around, get in the company of men so that you feel, oh, that's what that sounds like. That's mm -hmm. what that feels like. That's what that smells like. That's what that looks like. So that now when you go out there and you're looking for one, it will e immediately have a particular aroma. Where do women find those real oh men? Oh my gosh, they're everywhere. Let us know. Um, give me so, top five. <laughs> Shit, because so, I, I need to find out where the hell they at. So, so there's, no, there's no magical place, mm -hmm. but what you want to do is you want to look for things where men are looking to serve people. Are they in a space where they're, you know, doing work in uh, in homes, the, the boys and girls clubs? Mm -hmm. okay. Are they coaching kids? Most, listen, very rarely will you ever find males giving of themselves, right? Where they don't, where they're not getting paid and where there isn't a lot of glitz and glamour associated with the job. Meaning, are you getting your hands dirty for the, the uh, for your community? Mm -hmm. Those are men. Because what they're trying to do is they're trying to grow their community. That's what men do. Right. So you got to look. It's not about it's not about that specific thing where it's like, is it a church? Is it a Whole Foods? Is it a it's in the community where we're in those spaces where men are needed to grow the community. Look in those spaces. Believe me, it, it, he's going to it, it, it'll be like a spotlight will be on him because mm -hmm. you'll be going, oh, this brother right here is growing our children, growing our women, and not asking to be celebrated for it. It's he, just what he does. He appreciates. That's what men do. Mm. That's what he men do. He appreciates and serves. He knows that his assignment, I'll give you an example. I tell people all the time, acting is my passion, but activation is my purpose. Okay. Say okay? that, brother. So I gave myself the job of acting. God gave me the job of being of service being a servant leader. That was my job the day that I was created. So every single day, when you're looking at a, at a, at a male and you're trying to figure out whether he is male or man, just figure out whether he's being of service because he's walking out his purpose in life. My purpose is to serve people. My passion is my acting, right? right? That's yeah. why I say huge difference between my passion and my purpose. Acting is my passion. Activation is my purpose. Can I tell y'all something? I, I could go through many more, many, many more chapters with this one right here because <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Your new book out is called Male versus man, yes. how to honor women, teach children, and elevate men to change the world. Change the world. Can I tell you how proud I am to see you, how much you have grown into an amazing man, an amazing father, an amazing actor. Tell people where they can find you at on, on your she was social media. Get me to cry. She I know, I know. Because yep. no, I love you. And you know, <laughs> I've you known you for so many years. Yes. And can I tell you? You saw you, me you've through always, some of my maleness. Yes. Yes. But you've yeah, always yeah. had <laughs> an amazing heart of gold because you realized when you found your queen. Yes. 
Yes. And, and, and most men don't realize that. And that's why they mess up and have bad relationships yeah. and create families where they can't be the leader of their household and of their families. Yes. And I commend you that you, when you got your queen, you says, Ness, now we will have our, our children and our yeah. children will be positive people that I'm going to make sure that my daughter knows that she's supposed to have a good man. Yes. I'm going to make sure my son knows that he deserves to have a good, good woman. Definitely. Those are excellent seeds to plant for good human beings for generation next They're that's the lacking. most important that's lacking the most important so i commend you for that tell people where they can find you on social media uh at dondre whitfield you're on, verified uh, yes of course <laughs> that little blue check yes uh so uh at dondre whitfield on uh twitter and uh facebook and at all dondre a-l-l-d-o-n-d-r-e on uh instagram okay and then yeah. what's besides the book what else can they next see you on um well now i'm in the talks with some folks about uh talk show um yeah i so, know he definitely yeah, needs his own so, talk show yes it will be an excellent fit for you brother an excellent 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 fit for you because i'm gonna tell y'all something in closing Dondre is going to lead us to our hustle hack today, okay? Our hustle hack today is hashtag don't hate, appreciate. Yes, Whether you are in a relationship or not, don't take people for granted. Because once you take people for granted, trust me, it's over. Especially yes. with a woman. Because, baby, when it's done, it's a wrap with it's me, done. okay? You never know what person in your life is going to impact you and whether or not they're going to lead you to another opportunity. You come in here today, trust me, letting Stage 29 production see how wonderful a host you're going to be. You might get a phone call, brother. And all I ask is that y'all let them know that Vivica Fox opened that door, okay? So in closing, I want to thank Dondre Whitfield, author, actor, yes. producer, everything, future talk show host. <laughs> Y'all, subscribe, download, and listen now to Hustling with your girl, Vivica A. Fox. Yes, indeed. Until next time, darlings. Bye. Mwah.